This is Biz. I'm a stay-at-home mom with a baby boy and a daughter who's a full-blown kid. And I'm Teresa, a part-time working mom with two little boys. This is a show about life after giving life. Don't listen with your kids, because there will be swears. This is One Bad Mother. This week on One Bad Mother, it's the Genius Fail Spectacular, where we celebrate you guys and how you are doing a great job most of the time. Woo! Hello, Teresa. Hi, Biz. How are you? Uh, <laughs> gosh, I'm pretty good, I guess. I have with us today in the studio a <laughs> special friend. His name's Buzz, the foster dog. Oh, Buzz the foster dog. He's a very sweet, scruffy boy. He- uh, Jesse met him on the on a hike and fell so deeply in love with him that he started sending me like crazy pictures. I'm like, not sure why you're fostering this dog and not keeping this dog. Uh, cause we have two dogs eh. already. It's you want a- you want another kid too? I know. You got two kids, but I feel like th- okay, three dogs and three kids. You will be outnumbered by everything it's way in too your house. Much. It's way too much. Um, but it was kind of uh, perfect because he was in desperate need of a temporary foster situation, ah. and we said we can do that. Yeah, you know, we shouldn't adopt another dog right now, but we can totally. Take him for a little bit, um, and he's he's been a lot of fun and really sweet, and I brought him today to be our friend while we record. And he's totally tolerating the insanity that is this small booth. Yeah. Uh, he is the sweetest. <laughs> yeah, he really is. He really is. How are you? I'm okay. Uh, in prep for the Genius Fail Spectacular, I always do a lot of binge listening to our calls. You guys call a lot, which is great. Yeah. Thank uh, you for calling. But we have like great. 300 calls in the bank. Uh-huh. <laughs> and uh, so sometimes as I'm going through trying to find calls for shows, in particular the Genius Fail Spectacular, I really get to get in deep with you guys. Yeah. And I, as we've been doing the show now a little over three years, we're, yeah, our children are older. Um I have noticed that genius fails and rants come in waves. Hmm. Uh, July, so middle of summer, is a big genius month. Oh, cool. Yeah. I mean, almost every call we got in was a genius. That's cool. We had one or two fails, one or two rants. But I mean, really, I just click it. Yeah. I got a genius for you. I got a genius for you. I got a genius for you. Um, August is a time for rants. Mm. The end of summer when yeah. everybody wants their children to go back or it's just too hot or it's just whatever. Or just like the transition of yeah. going from summer to fall I feel like is a big one every yeah. year. Yeah, a lot know? of rants. Uh, fails seem to congregate around the holidays. Mm. Like the, the winter holidays. Makes perfect sense. Makes perfect sense. Um, but I will say heading into September, you guys are going strong with the geniuses. Uh, so good job, everybody. Yeah, good job, good you job. guys. Um, anyway, I thought it was just kind of interesting. Yeah. You, you start listening and you're like, wow. That or maybe we're all, maybe it's not seasonal. Maybe we're all just starting to knock it out of the park. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Do you feel like you're knocking it out of the park, Teresa? Every day. I don't. I really don't either. <laughs> I really don't. On that note, uh-huh. let's move in. To one of our favorite shows to do, twice a year, Memorial Day, Labor Day, we put all of our differences aside, (laughs) and we come together united by all of the good jobs we are doing, 
and probably more so by all of the things we're fucking up. Let's get ready for the Genius Fail Spectacular! Teresa. Yes. Let's start off okay. with geniuses. Yeah, I think that makes sense. <laughs> since that's the way we <laughs> always, you know, do, always it. do it. Start high and then descend into madness. Bring it down. Genius me. Wow. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. I saw what you did. Oh, my God. I'm paying attention. Wow. You, Mom, are a genius. Oh, my God. That's Fucking genius. Okay, this is a dog-related genius. Okay. Since our friend Buzz is here with us today, it's appropriate. Okay. Um, One of the nice things about having a dog when you have little <laughs> kids is that they eat the little p- bits of food mm-hmm. that end up all over the floor. Um, and they keep your floor pretty clean. Nice. Uh, so that's nice. But um, one thing that I've really been appreciating lately is, you know, dog treats are really expensive. Like, um. especially the nice kind of dog treats. <laughs> they're really expensive. Like, it really... And the dogs just go through them. Oh, sure. Because um, they're treats. They're treats. And, like, we use them for training. And we use them for, you know, when the dogs are crated, we like them to have something to chew on that lasts a while to sure. give them something to do so they don't get bored. <laughs> Well, I I figured out how to pair the need for something like that with the fact that sometimes toddlers just don't eat what you made for them right. or what you put in front of them. And that frustration, I think we've all felt where you like prepared yes. some food for your kid and then they just didn't eat it or they barely touched right. it and but they still kind of made a mess of it. And so like you can't you even can, save it. You can't really save yeah, it. You can't really it. reuse it. You can't yeah. eat it. You're you're just kind of like, "Great. Well, that's a waste of food." Yeah. Well, no, it's not necessarily a waste of food if you have little dogs um, <laughs> or big dogs. So what I do is I shove the I shove the little leftovers as long as it's not like anything that dogs it's can bad eat, for dogs, you know, like which is Twix basically. bars. Right. I mean, okay. So basically, my kids don't eat chocolate. The only thing they eat that I can't give the dogs is raisins and grapes. Right. You know. Kidney failure and everything. Sure. Um, I don't own dogs now, so whatever. Here's your grape buzz. Yeah. So everything (laughs) else, uh, you know, I just like shove it into a Kong, those Mm -hmm. rubber, big rubber Kong toys, and then I freeze it. Mm. And it freezes like solid. And then later that day or the next day, I can give it to my dogs in their crate or just out and about whatever. And it takes them like an hour Just a big frozen mess of food? Yeah. They wow. love it. They love it. And like it's that <laughs> it's that versus like spending, you know, six dollars yeah. on a huge like ch- stick for them to chew on or like a big fancy treat for them to chew nice. on. Nice. Or you could just give your kids raw hide ears. I could do that yeah. too. Either way. Yeah. Either way. Well, that is a disgusting genius. <laughs> <laughs> Thank good, you. Good job. Uh I am having a really hard time finding a genius. Okay. Uh, because I've just been kind of floating. Uh, through existence okay. as a person okay. uh, for a couple of weeks. you know That's just, okay. Yeah, 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 it is. So I'm going to say that my genius is I've been texting Stefan all morning mm-hmm. trying to convince him that we should take this dog, that yeah. we should take Buzz. So that's oh, my that's, genius, guys, because so the genius. fish need somebody to love. Yeah. The cats need somebody to love. The cats and the, the fish kids and the need kids somebody need to friends. Love. And yeah. you need a friend. I need you a friend. All, you guys all need a new friend. We all need new friends. So my genius is new friends. <laughs> <laughs> now let's get into the good stuff. 
Hi, Biz. Hi, Teresa. I am calling with a genius moment. I have an absolutely adorable, super smart 10-month-old um, who is also willful and stubborn and challenging. Um, so obviously that makes meal times tons of fun. Uh, she's learning to eat. She is done with purees. She hates them. She wants to pick up things on her own, but she's not great at it. And so, yeah, it usually ends in a lot of frustration and tears. So at dinner last night, she got a hold of a chicken bone, and she's happily going to town on it, sucking on it, and having a great time, but wouldn't eat anything else. Didn't want to pick up any of the cauliflower you put in front of her or wanted nothing to do with the purees and the spoon. So at one point, she takes this chicken bone out of her mouth and kind of points it at me. And I'm sitting there with a baby spoonful of purees. And I get this idea to just like knock the puree off of the baby spoon onto the end of the chicken bone, kind of transfer it, this block of baby food on there. And she sticks it in her mouth and sucks it off and thinks it's hilarious. So she sticks out this chicken bone again. And I put another block of baby food on it. And that's how we got through about half a pouch of garden vegetables and turkey. So <laughs> she got to eat and quote unquote feed herself and no battle. So it was great. So I just had to share. Um, rest assured, I will likely be calling back with a fail. <laughs> All right. Thanks, guys. Bye. Is there something super meta about putting squirt turkey on your chicken bone? On your bone? chicken bone? It really. <laughs> this is this is one of those genius yeah. calls that like is probably totally irrelevant to any other people. Like, you know what? It's very rare that millions of us are like, a chicken leg. Yeah. Because you know, sometimes genius moments come in and you're yeah. like, I can put tape over my ice dispenser and protect, yeah. you know. But it but it also is symbolic of sometimes whatever works in the privacy of your own home <laughs> for that day. Yeah. Because you're not going to, you can't save up chicken bones all the time for right. this kind of thing. Um, she might be done with it tomorrow. She'll be she'll probably definitely done with it tomorrow. But it worked at the moment. Oh, yeah. And those are the sweetest victories. They really are. Yeah. Great and, job. Yeah. Good job. Hi, I have a genius to report and it only took me until my son was 15 months old to come up with this shit. <laughs> uh, obviously, we're into the snack cups when we are driving and uh, now that I have a bigger car seat, the infant or toddler seat for him now just seems to have more cracks and crevices for fucking shit to get caught in. (laughs) So I, uh, when I pull my car into the garage, there is an outlet right on the passenger side door next to where my son's car seat is. And I plugged in one of those little wet and dry bags. And it's always plugged in, and it's always ready to go, and it's right next to the door. So when I open the door, take my son out, pick him up, put him on the floor, then I just quick turn the vacuum on, which he is then fascinated with so he doesn't run away. He just watches mommy have her little OCD meltdown, <laughs> and I can immediately clean the car seat if anything has spilled wet or dry, bonus, puke, shit, apple juice, doesn't matter, wet or dry. Clean it up right away because Lord knows if I don't do it right then and there, I'll never do it. So 
fuck yeah, man, genius moment. <laughs> Again. It's great. It's so good. Yeah. And it's so, I have visions of this woman's genius moment. Yeah. I have visions of this being my life. Yeah. If you had a garage. <laughs> if I had a garage. Uh, <laughs> but uh, it is so good. It is. And sometimes it really is just like, sometimes the genius moment is knowing that you're taking this huge extra step yeah. to make this thing nice for yourself. Yeah. Right? And that's genius. Yeah. But it's, yeah, she's like setting herself up for success. Yeah. She's like setting She's, her, she's yeah. just making it really easy. And you know that makes her feel so good every single time. Yeah. Like every single time she does it, she's like, God, I'm the fucking best. I am the queen <laughs> of shit. Yeah. Right? Like she just, yeah, just nailing it. Good job. Yeah, great job. Good job. Hi, this is my genius moment of the week. I believe I maybe, maybe not invented it, but I have the alternative to the cry it out method of sleep training for her. My nine week old nap time is the dance it out method. So we have a little dance party on the floor with exercises for her. And then I give her her wub and up pacifier and she passes the hell out. It's pretty awesome. I think we should just name, I think that's the the genius of this is actually naming things uh-huh. that already have a negative connotation or a sinister sort of connotation, like the cry it out method yeah. or the whatever. We should just rename whatever we're doing the, mm-hmm. we're all going to sleep in my bed method. Yeah. You know, we should right. <laughs> the, like, we're going to eat off the end of a chicken bone method. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, the we go just... to sleep on the floor with a pacifier in yeah. your mouth Yeah, method. <laughs> that's right. The every day it's going to be a different approach method. Like yeah. whatever it is, yeah. we should just. They're all methods. They're all yeah. methods. I like that. They're all methods. I really like that. Let's, we should totally write a like sleep training book. It's yeah. just called The Whatever Method. Yeah. Is it working right now? You win. Yeah. Anyway, good job. Yeah, really good, good job. Good job. Hi there. I just had a genius. My son loves to come downstairs with me when I do laundry, but he hates going back upstairs, and nothing is more fun than a screaming 18-month-old. So... I gave him something to take upstairs, and he was so proud of himself to carry a spoon upstairs from the basement that he came up without any trouble or crying. Now, to get him to put that spoon in the dishwasher is another story, (laughs) but we had a genius by having a very happy boy come upstairs. We can get so wrapped up. Yeah. In like, you're just going to go up the stairs. Yeah. We can get so well, wrapped. then I'm going to carry you. Yeah, then I'm going to fucking carry you. Yeah. Thank God, 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 God. Yeah. We can get so wrapped up in this, and I am like the queen of this in my house. Uh-huh. You get so wrapped up as opposed to just being like, fuck it. You know, and if that kid carries that spoon around for 10 years, yeah. fine. Fine. Yeah. <laughs> fine. If you, you know, like, yeah. it's it's such a good reminder that sometimes it's totally okay to let your kids be total weirdos. Yeah. And, or not even weirdos, just to be normal people who want to do their own thing, right? Yeah. And that you don't have to fight it. Well, and she's thinking of what would make this, what would make going upstairs fun, fun. for him. Yeah. You know, and yeah, helping to carry something is really fun when you're 18 months old. Like, it really you have is. a job to do. You get to help. You yeah. Know? Like, I am, you are really responsible. Yeah. Right. Yeah. It's all tone. Again, it's the carrier. Spoon up the stairs method. Yeah. That's perfect. Good job. Good job. My daughter has gone through this, like, weird phase thing where once upon a time, bath time was just amazing and awesome and the best. And now if water touches her face, she has a complete and total meltdown, which makes washing her hair the best. (laughs) So anyways, 
we got into werewolf, take a bath, and she screams, and I have a minor panic attack, and my husband has to come in and take over while I kind of settle down, which has kind of been our routine for the last uh, few months. And finally, I don't know why I didn't think of this earlier, which may make it a little bit of a fail. I said, hey, sweetie, how about you do this to mama? And then we took turns. So I would take the washcloth and I'd get water on her body. She has to stand up because Lord forbid anything gets anywhere near her face. So she's standing up. I wipe her belly. She'll take the washcloth. She wipes my belly. I take the soap. I put it on her belly. She puts soap on my belly. I get soap. I get covered in soap. My hair is soaked because that's the only way we can get through washing hair without a total meltdown is by letting her wash my hair, which consists of her just pouring water all over the bathroom. But it makes her laugh, and it makes it kind of enjoyable. And it's the end of the day, so who cares if I get soaked, and who cares if I have soap all over my clothes? It probably helps. There's you are like no, the best yeah. parents ever. Yeah. There's nothing about that that's a fail. That's amazing. Yeah. yeah. It's so great. You know everything's getting soaked and trashed. Yeah. Including your th- Yeah. yeah like, you're like leaning over and she's just pouring water on your hair. So yeah. It's so good. And and I what I also like about this is for like this is such a classic moment of before I had kids, I'd have been like, What the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> Why are you doing that? Yeah. That is crazy. Yeah. You live in crazy town. Yeah. She needs to learn. She's got to learn how to wash her. <laughs> this is not going to last more than like a couple of weeks yeah. max. Yeah. Really. Exactly. Well, you're going to be doing a couple of weeks and then she's going to go totally. And it's because you're fine. doing this. Yeah, because you're doing it. Because you're doing this, yeah. she's going to eventually be totally fine yeah. getting her hair wet. Yeah. Right? Like and her All face wet. All the positive wet. associations with it. It's and so good. Yeah. And your attitude is amazing. And you are amazing. And you're so clean. Yeah, and you're so clean. What is that amazing smell that surrounds you? Is that Johnson & Johnson? Delicious. Um, This weekend, my husband's family is having a giant um, get-together party thing um, at his parents' house. Um, But it's really centered kind of around grown-ups and grown-ups playing games and grown-ups drinking a lot and stuff like that. It's really hard to have two little kids here. Um, there's like a swimming pool and it's not as safe as I need it to be. So I have been very anxious the last couple of weeks. Well, we're here and the first genius call was to not stay at my in-laws house, but to stay at a hotel not far away so that we can go play and have fun and then pull ourselves out and have a little quiet time on our own, on our own terms and not have to worry about whether people are shouting right outside our window or, you know, playing beer pong right where the kids need to, whatever. So that was the first genius. The second genius is right now we are back at the motel. And my two-year-old is in like a little alcove. We're all sure in one tiny room. Um, is a little alcove trying to take a nap in the crib. And I convinced my five-year-old to take her quiet time in the closet with the iPad and her leaf reader. She thinks it's awesome. And I'm hiding in the bathroom, um, a la One Bad Mother style, with the computer watching uh, episodes of The Good Wife and eating popcorn. It's awesome. This is like the most relaxed I've been in like a week. So uh, I don't know when I'm going to come out of the bathroom, but this is like my favorite hiking in the bathroom ever. Uh, okay. Hope you guys are doing well. Thanks. Bye. 
Wow. <laughs> such a good so job, good. right? Yeah. It's such a good job. It's yeah. just like taking control of the vacation, of the like yeah. trip that you have to do. Yeah. You know, it's just setting clear parameters. Like if we're going to stay at a motel, you know, like y- good job. Yes. I just so good. Yeah, I love you. I know. I love you too. <laughs> Hey, I'm calling in with a genius. Um, my outdoor loving three-year-old daughter walks down the sidewalk like she's in a contest to show up last for everything that we're going to. Um, constantly telling her to like, come on and hurry up, which is just terrible and makes me feel like I'm killing her wonder for nature or something. So the genius is, is that last week we get to the school We get out of the car, we're starting our slow shuffle up the sidewalk, and she looks up at me and says, Mama, I'm going to walk on your shadow. And I thought, child, you're a genius. Let's see if we can walk on Mama's shadow the entire way to the classroom. So I just walked up the sidewalk, my normal pace. She chased my shadow the entire way to the door. I didn't have to tell her to hurry up once. So we've been doing this every day since last week, and is. It's a game changer. It's completely changed the outlook on on school drop-off, and I'm no longer having to nag her to hurry up. And we just turned it into a really fun game. So I feel like a genius. And actually, she's a genius because she came up with the idea. Thanks. Love the show. Bye. So good. I know. So good. It's so good. It's, it's so good. Yeah. Unlike the chicken leg, this is more applicable to lots of people. Doesn't make the chicken leg any less awesome. But I just... That's something people can try. It's something... <laughs> uh, Whole Foods, could I have a... Can I just get a... I just need a chicken leg. Just a bone, actually. Just a bone. Just the bone. Just the... My kidneys just suck on it. Uh, my kidneys eat turkey off this chicken leg. I fucking love that so much. Um, good job. Hi, ladies. I'm just calling in with a genius because, you know, I'm a fucking genius. <laughs> so I lose my shopping list all the time. And today I have a shopping list for a company picnic and had one name tag sitting on my desk. So I decided to write my list on said name tag and stick it to the inside of my shirt so that while I'm at the store, I will not lose my list. It will be stuck to me, hopefully not to me, but inside of my shirt while I shop throughout the store. And then I can rip it off and throw the stupid thing away when I get home and no longer need it versus when I'm in the middle of the store and think that I have everything and have lost my list and forget a very important thing. So I'm a fucking genius and I needed to tell you about it. Thanks, ladies. Love the show. Have a great day. <laughs> You're doing a great job. <laughs> she's so happy because she's such a genius, you guys. That's why she's so happy. She's That's... encapsulating all of our emotions when yeah. any genius moment takes place. Yeah. It is so good. Yeah. It, it, I am going to start doing yeah. the sticky thing. It's like such a it's good idea. Such a good idea because I am the queen of losing scraps of paper oh, yeah. or even whole notebooks. Yeah. Like and it, I and if you were shopping with your kid, you could just stick it to the front of your, your kid, kid, and then you could just have it right there. You just advanced leveled that shit, <laughs> Teresa. 
I'm Allegra Ringo, a dog owner. And I am Renee Colvert, a dog wanter. And together, we're the hosts of Can I Pet Your Dog, a podcast for unapologetic dog lovers. So let's talk about this. What are you getting yourself into? What is this podcast about? Well, we have dog news, dog experts, and interviews with special guests about their dogs. We also talk about dogs that we met this week. Join us every Tuesday on MaximumFun.org for new episodes of Can I Pet Your Dog? Moms and dads everywhere, you are doing an incredible job. Yeah, you guys really you guys are. are really great. But that's like only 10% of parenting. Yeah. <laughs> so why don't we settle in mm-hmm. for some failures? Fail, 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 fail. You suck. Teresa. Yeah. If it makes us feel any better, it was hard to pulled this list of failures together. Okay, well, not for me. No, no, not for not us for individually. My own. Yeah, not no, for my own. Parent, but parents out there, listeners sure. out there, killing it. Yeah, you guys are doing such an amazing job. Well, let's make them feel better. Okay. Why don't you make me feel better? I will. What did you do? Oh, I will. Um, so, <laughs> people might remember that Simon, my four-year-old, was once a pretty adventurous eater. Like, Mm. up until he was about two and a half, he would pretty much eat whatever Jesse and I ate. And that was very easy and very enjoyable. Then he became a very picky eater. Mm. And it's he's still pretty much in that phase. You know, we have, like, glimmers of hope here and there. But for the most part, it's, like, just there's very few things he will eat. Um, And they're all, like, snacks. You know, he'll eat, like, a yogurt. He'll eat crackers. He'll eat, you know what I mean? So, uh... One of these things is so my fault in that when Oscar was a baby and I was like super sleep deprived yeah. and like everything was really hard, I bought American cheese one day mm. to make like your classic grilled cheese sandwich for yeah. Simon, like with white bread and American cheese, yeah. which wasn't what we would normally do. Like normally we we we're, did a lot of like we're having that for dinner tonight. Go sure. Ahead. Okay. <laughs> But, like, we would always do, right. like, sharp cheddar. Okay. Or we would oh, do something like that. Like a sharp you know I mean? or something. Okay. Like, some kind of, like, actual cheese. cheese. Like, something that's actually cheese. Not the, like, Versus yeah, cheese a, food cheese product. Thing. Right. Where the ingredients isn't necessarily cheese on your yeah, list. Right. Exactly. But it was, like, one of those days where I was like, this will be nice. He'll love this. And I kind of felt like having it, too. So, yeah. like, we just did the, like, original thing. And then, like, the package lingered in our fridge and we had it. The rest we had the rest of the package of American cheese, and then the next time I went to Trader Joe's, I bought it again because I was like, he really liked this. Yay! And then after a few weeks of doing this, Simon will only eat American cheese, mm. and at that point, I was so broken that I just didn't have it in me sure. to fight him on it. And cheese was one of the only things he would eat up right. until that point, and or so, cheese-like products. Yeah. Right. Well, no cheese. Oh, cheese Actual was. cheese was okay. one of the only things he would eat, and so. When he started only eating American cheese, I just kept buying the American cheese because I was like, what else am I going to feed him? Right. So cut ahead to like a fucking year later (laughs) where I've been buying American cheese every time I go to the grocery store and it's the only kind of cheese he will eat. And it makes me sad every single day when I make his stupid (laughs) sandwich for school and I'm putting this like non-real food on. Granted... For all of you out there who I'm sure use American cheese from, like, time and again, whatever. It's fine. (laughs) But, like, I just was so sad that I had, like, contributed to my kid, like, 
transferring his interest in like a variety of cheeses through one cheese. to the one kind of cheese that is not even real cheese. Right. Okay. <laughs> um, and so, like a, a couple months ago, I just decided I am done buying American cheese. I'm okay. not going to buy American cheese because you him can do that ever again. <laughs> I'm just going to stop right. doing this. Sure. It's like I've had enough. Right. And if it's not in our house, then he can't eat it. And eventually he will figure out something else to eat. Well, we're like multiple months into this now. And like I'm still at the point of having to kind of trick him into eating other cheeses. Yeah. And there's been like a couple times where he'll maybe eat some cheddar like melted (laughs) with something else. Yeah. And like... It's just, I, I know we're going to get there eventually someday. Right. But I just, the fail is just, I did this. And right. it was so stupid and so easy. But right. I just did it. And I let it go. And yes. like, here we are. And it just, it's just sad. I'm so sorry. Thanks. <laughs> if you were a caller, uh-huh. this is one of those moments where I would say, what I like about this fail uh-huh. is how you've taken this thing. Yeah. And it is it and it is huge for you. It's huge. It's huge for you. Yeah, yeah, and, and which is very normal <laughs> because I have those things too. Again, it's the you're not carrying a spoon up the stairs. Just go up the stairs, like whatever. It's such that moment of like, wow, this has really become horrible. Yeah. Yeah. For me. For you. Yeah. Yeah. No, I'm no one else cares. I'm listening over here being like, be yeah. no. <laughs> I care because I am your friend. Thank you. And Simon is going to grow up to be a very productive, healthy eating individual. Thank you so much. No matter how hard you try to prevent (laughs) that. Uh, My fail is potato chip has passed on to the great the fish guppy fish. fish. Yeah, potato chip the fish. Uh, out of the four fish that we got because we need things to love in the house, Uh, Katie Bell maybe a sociopath because she was like, oh. And that was it. And then she just like went on to say, "Can I? How do you write giraffe? Right? Like it just immediately went somewhere else." Uh, the, the, you know, like as I said, this fail. I love the cursory. Oh, uh, like she's not even her heart isn't even, even in it. Not even she in just it. Knows you're kind of supposed to say that. But again, the fail is just right in line with your cheese. I have like put in this fish tank has become oh. this weird, horrible. Like, check the water. Do I need to get something? Oh. Up? What do I need to do now? Yeah. Uh, are all yeah. these fish gonna die before this thing is oh, cycled? Man. Anyway, yeah. yeah I, uh-huh. you know, we now. Th- let me just say for anybody interested in fish, this is a lot more work than cats and dogs. Mm-hmm. <sighs> well, I feel not better. Let's feel better by listening to everybody else make horrible mistakes. Okay. Hi. I don't know if this is considered a genius or a fail. It might be a mom genius, personal life fail. So I just made some popcorn for my four-year-old because he had asked, and my one-year-old thinks it's funny to spill everything. So he decided to go ahead and spill everything all over the floor, and I'm starving, and I thought I could enjoy some popcorn with them. So instead of getting mad because I had just vacuumed the floor and now it looks like a complete mess, I uh, decided to sit on the floor and clean up the popcorn by eating it. (laughs) In handfuls, off the carpet. At least my four-year-old enjoyed it, and now my one-year-old thinks it's even more amazing to spill everything on the floor. That's him squealing in the back because he just learned how to do that. So, yeah, I think you guys can categorize it however you want. 
Um, I love your show. It makes me laugh a lot. And yeah, have a great day. Oh, it's a fail. Yeah, it's like a sad fail. Sure, it's, it's a like sad a sad fail. moment. It's I like mean, you've given up. Yeah, yeah, you're giving. You are. You are eating popcorn off your floor. Yeah. Yeah. It's and showing in front of your kids. Yeah, it's too. not a proud moment. No. I mean, I can get the sense of where you might think it's a genius, but but well, we can safely <laughs> but say, but you're wrong. But you're wrong. <laughs> this is not your genius moment of the week. This is this is a sad sad times. Sad times. But you're doing a good job. Yeah, you're still doing a good job. I mean, it's not American cheese all over the floor. No. (laughs) You need to adopt a dog. That's what you need. (laughs) I do. (sighs) Hi, one bad mother. I'm calling with a fail. I heard my daughter grunting and pooping. She is 14 months old. And I thought, oh, I'll give her a couple of minutes because, you know, no need to have an open air experience with the poo. So she was playing for a little bit, and she decided to go on her slide. And I was like, well, I'll go get her now. And as I pick her up from her slide, I realized that there was a lovely streak of poop all the way down the slide. That's right. It has oozed out the side and has now covered out of the slide. And then I went to change her, and she thought nothing more fun than putting my hands in poo. So we had that situation, and then she was trying to eat it. And... I just suck. That's all. Thanks for listening. Bye. Well, technically, you don't suck. Yeah. <laughs> technically, it's all that poop that sucks. Yeah. But you're uh, just dealing with poop. You're just dealing with poop, which is always a fail. Yeah. Uh, don't eat popcorn off the slide. <laughs> this is one of those fail calls that, like, as we sit here and listen to it, I get to watch Teresa's face do like the universal like parent face thing, where it's like. And then she got on the slide, and you make like, <gasps> like the collective, I know what's coming, face. Well, you're a horrible parent for feeding your child so they poop. <laughs> Hi, ladies. I just wanted to say how much I love and appreciate your show. You guys kept me alive and my baby alive and my husband alive and married to me throughout the year-long life of, of my child. a lot of pressure. You be here in the background. Uh, I just wanted to call and leave you guys with a story. I don't know where it belongs on the genius fail rant continuum. Probably a fail. But so I was nursing my daughter the other night, and she's uh, a couple weeks ago. She was about 11 months, 11 and a half months, and just noticing how, like, beautiful and luscious her thick, juicy thighs were and just really loving on that so much. And, um I couldn't, I just couldn't help myself, and I had to, like, I had to touch them. I had to, you know, give her a little caress, and you guys, I touched my own fucking stomach. Um, I mistook my own fat stomach for my baby's fat, chubby baby legs. Uh, So it didn't feel like a fail, but it didn't feel like a genius, but I thought you guys would get a kick out of it. So um, thanks again for the show. I love you guys. Bye. That's amazing. It's amazing. It is. Oh, I love it so much. I know, because it's it's not a genius. No. And it's not, I mean, it it falls into the fail category. It's funny. It's a funny moment. It's funny. And it's it's not a, you know, your body's not a failure. No, no, no. The fail (laughs) is like thinking, oh, you're going in for your sweet Baby, up. Oh, that's not. That's not a pillow. What is this? <laughs> that plays trains an automobile scene. Anyway. Oh, I love it. I yeah. So that's good. so good. Yeah. Good. Good wow. job. Yeah, yeah. Good job. Yeah. Hi. Yeah. I just called in ten minutes ago with a genius, <laughs> and it's now turned into a fail. 
my I let my son play in my car, uh, which he loves to do. He's 19 months old. While I cleaned it out, and I was going to relax in the back seat and check Facebook and drink my tea, while he continued to play because he was having such a great time. But then uh, the wipers started to slow down, and the lights started dim, and then I realized that my battery was dying. <laughs> So I tried to start the car, wouldn't start, I had to get my husband out there uh, to jump it. So now I'm driving my car around to recharge it because my son drained the battery with all of his turning on of the buttons. And it also appears that he somehow made it so that my sunroof is stuck open. It's fall in Minnesota, so this is an issue. We're going to have to get this checked out. Just, you know, it's just... Fucking great how fast a genius turns into a fail, isn't it? Talk to you later. Bye. Yeah, I didn't need to play the genius we for all that. Know we all know. Was. Yeah, we yeah. all know that proud moment. Oh, yeah. And then... It great at the time. <laughs> <laughs> that is oh. the worst. Oh, that sucks. Oh, you should really never try and get any time to yourself. No. To even do a mundane activity like cleaning out your car. <laughs> how dare you? <laughs> Good morning, ladies. It's Monday, and I am a failure. I have five kids, and we just got a second dog, a second big, strong dog. And the kids are happy with the dogs. My husband is happy with the dogs. And I may one day be happy with the dogs, but it's just so much work right now. The dogs are getting used to each other. We've had them about two weeks, and they got in a fight. And so now I'm bringing my dog, one of them, to the vet and I had to bring him to the bus stop because I had to go right to the vet after the bus stop and he's just a very excitable pit boxer mix who's just so strong and he leapt out of the car and I caught him before he jumped all over the other kids at the bus stop but my eight-year-old had taken his leash off and so there I am holding the back end of a boxer and we're on ice and I'm just yelling, where's the leash? <laughs> he hands me the leash, but it's wrapped around a trash bag, like the car trash, which is just this, like, half-broken shopping bag. So all the contents just spill all over the icy parking lot. And I, I just can't even handle that right now. I just hook the dog up, get the kids on the bus, get back to the car, just slide back to the car, put the dog in the car, and pick up shreds of my dignity I have left <laughs> and all the trash that is all over the parking lot. And now I'm headed to the vet. And, of course, I'm late to the vet because the bus came late and I had to do all that trash business. And it's not the bus's fault. I made it late by making it wait for me and my messy life. <laughs> oh, I just hope it's not a big vet bill. <laughs> He's cute, though. He's sitting here with me in the car, and he's just adorable, and everybody loves him. So <laughs> anyway, I should have just followed your advice and kept it simple, not gotten a second dog. But here it is. <laughs> Happy Monday. Oh. I'm pretty sure our advice was never did don't ever, get a second dog. I think we that? said kid. Yeah. <laughs> get as many dogs as you possibly can stand to love. Two dogs is really nice because once they get comfortable with each other, then they're like, yeah. then it's like almost like less work because they're kind of like happy you can leave them. Yeah, you got five together. kids. 
So did she have five yeah, kids? Yeah, she oh, I missed that part. We were we were laughing really hard at the beginning. Oh, uh, oh, oh, she, oh, oh. so she has five kids. Yeah, plus the one dog now the new dog. Okay, so yeah, I can't know, even begin to say what. Yeah, no, I know. I'm just saying. Would, yeah, yeah. How much of a difference does the new dog? Oh, make? I see what you mean. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, I also like the like everybody loves the dog, but nobody loves the mom. Mom, I it is like a scene from like a sitcom. What she yeah, described, where is. you're just like barking. I just needed your accent to be more southern uh-huh. and like more. Cra- and then it would have been like every CBS show in like the in like the eighties. Yeah, yeah. Well, you're just you. I don't even. I can't even begin to list the amount of failures <laughs> related to this fail. But instead, I will say. You're, you're probably doing a pretty good job. I think so. I, th- I think you are. Yeah. I mean, it's lost somewhere in all those failures. Yeah. But somewhere in there. The, <laughs> the dog probably likes you. Yeah. Hi, Teresa. Hi, Biz. I am calling with an epic fail right now. I was trying to leave to go help my mom up with her classroom. Um, she's a kindergarten teacher. I was going to help make a big tree on the wall and stuff like that. Just... Good old day. I'm going to go to the chiropractor after. And um, <laughs> after I strapped my adorable six-month-old daughter in the back seat of my truck, um, I had auto-started it with the remote. And whenever you do that, it locks out the doors. I shut it. And that was my spare set of keys because I'm awful with keys. And I lost my regular set of car keys for that. So I was using the spare. Um, so she was locked in the car and we live in Texas. So, um, it's what 11 in the morning and it's like 104 degrees outside right now. So, um, it was just getting hotter and hotter. Thankfully the car was on for a little bit. Um, and the air was blowing. We could see it blowing, Um, but then I had to go get my fiance screaming, crying, you know, mascara running down the face, the whole nine yards. And we had to break the driver window. Now I'm spending my day trying to get quotes on that. And at least my dad knows how to fix the window. So we can just get the glass and have him install it. So that was my epic fail. And I don't think that will, or at least I hope that never happens to me again, because that was (laughs) absolutely horrifying. And the whole time she was just sleeping. She had no idea what was going on. So at least I didn't emotionally scar my child for the rest of her life. So (laughs) love your show. Thanks. Bye. Oh, well, wow. no chiropractor for you. Yeah. No chiropractor for you that day. Uh, well, if it makes you feel any better, I believe on our last Genius Fail Spectacular, somebody locked their kid in the car. Yep. Right? So yep. that's a thing, guys. Yeah. That's, Who will which be is, next? Which is totally different than leaving your child in a locked car oh, yeah. with the windows rolled up. And this is not the same thing, guys. No. But the oops. I, cars are too smart for us these days. This is yeah. why I want to go back it's to the like, you know, that whole, I hate those like the auto start power, like keyless. Yeah. Like I don't trust it. I don't mm. trust it. Mm-hmm. I don't trust not locking myself out of my car all the time. Mm-hmm. I just need a 1982 Ford pickup. Bring on the apocalypse. Um, well, if it makes you, I'm sorry, Buzz, <laughs> for getting you upset. Um, well, you, you, you good job saving your baby. Yeah, good job saving After your baby. After you put your baby in harm's way. Yeah, yeah, I guess. yeah. So, eh, well, 
To be fair, you're doing a horrible job. <laughs> Today is my precious firstborn baby girl's fifth birthday and also her very first day of kindergarten. So she has afternoon kindergarten, so I dropped her off at 11 a.m. and planned to pick her up at 2.45 and had that time to spend with the two-year-old, and we had the time. We had precious one-on-one time, and it was amazing. And got the two-year-old in the car to go pick up my beautiful firstborn five-year-old baby girl from her first day of kindergarten. I found a parking spot. Like, wow, we're a little bit early. Got a parking spot real close to the gate. That's awesome. Let's just sit here a little bit early, sit here and play with my phone. Wait for school to get out. So 2.45 comes, and the parking lot is still fairly empty. And there are no parents waiting at the gate. There are no kids coming out. And just then my phone rings. And it's my precious baby girl's teacher. Hi, um, are you on your way? I have your daughter here in the office. School got out at 2.25 and not 2.45. So I just left my baby hanging on her first day of kindergarten on her birthday with her leftover cupcakes (laughs) and her little Minnie Mouse backpack. And she was fine, apparently, cracking jokes to all the ladies in the office. But I am a horrible mother. Thanks. Love you guys. Bye. Okay. Okay, we just lost our engineer. Our sound engineer, Lindsay, is losing it from, like, sadness and tears and laughter and, like, the whole whole thing. This is... You are... Okay. This is it's weird though, like how easily that could happen. It really happen. I mean that's just like, you don't it's understand. It's crazy how easily that could happen. Katie Bell. Two forty five is the same as two twenty five. Well, okay, essentially. So, Katie Bell School lets out on Mondays at like yeah. one fifteen or yeah. maybe it's one ten. I don't know. Yeah. Because uh usually I send her to the YMCA after school on that uh-huh. one day. Yeah. I, we have been in school for like two years now. Yeah. Okay? We're entering our second year of being at this elementary school. Yeah. And on the days where I do need to pick her up on Monday, I check four times that during the day because I'm so sure I don't know the time. Yeah. Uh, I do this even on the weekday afternoons. Yeah. I, I have absolutely looked up. And it's, yeah. I mean, it, it is. Well, and it's always to, like a weird time, too. Like, it's yeah. never 3. Well, it's right. never 2.30. And it's, it's never your first like, day. Oh, so yeah. there's no reason for you to have gotten that right. Yeah. Plus, you're balancing the, like, two kids. Yeah. And you're, like, trying to, you think you've got this all, and the pressure of the birthday and the yeah. pressure of the first day and, like, all that stuff. Yeah. This is something lots of people have done. Oh, yeah. I mean, maybe not on the birthday. But... <laughs> If this is, look, all serious, all kidding aside, you are okay. Yeah. You are okay. Yeah, 20 minutes. You are okay. Is not the end of the world. Yeah, you are a good mom. Yeah. You are the great. 
Somewhere in all of that horribleness from all of those beautiful fails, uh, I think the key takeaway, as it always is with our failures, is that we may be doing a bad job in these little moments, but overall, we're all killing it. Yep. These are blips. Yeah. Blips on the radar of life, everybody. (laughs) You have a long future of failing. (laughs) Well... That was enjoyable. Do we get to hear rants now? We do, Teresa. I'm excited about the rants. We do. Rants have become very special yeah. to One Bad Mother. And no Genius Fail Spectacular would be complete without a few rants. So I have selected three of your amazing rants uh, to share on today's show. <laughs> I'm calling with a rant. I am presently 26 weeks pregnant and have somehow reached a critical capacity of size, which has either made me completely invisible to the people that I need to see that I'm, hello, pregnant, or completely visible to the people that I really don't need to see or care about the fact that I'm pregnant. Case in point, today, I'm going to work going up, waiting for the elevator, and one of the associate chiefs of the hospital that I work at decides to say, hey, you're really blossoming across a huge group of people all waiting for the elevator. Everybody decides to turn and look, and I get to say, why, thank you. That's nice of you to say. What a compliment. I'm blossoming, a.k.a. I must look enormous right now. I'm still... 26 weeks pregnant, which means, oh, yeah, I'm still not even in my third trimester yet. So if I'm blossoming now, imagine how horrific I'll be looking in July and August. Oh, no. Conversely to the point, I got to commute today, and it was raining, and there were a lot of puddles, and I didn't want to slip and fall. So I was taking my sweet time doing my pregnancy lady shuffle. And did anybody see me? No. Did I get elbowed and pushed by a couple of people on my commute? I sure did. So apparently they didn't notice that I was blossoming. And felt the need to completely run over and rush the pregnant lady who's trying not to slip and fall as she did last weekend in a puddle made by her dog. So you can figure that one out. (sighs) You know, 26 weeks pregnant is just not enough pregnant. It's not close enough to the finish line. And it's not early enough that you're still feeling cute. (laughs) And right now in Canada, it's June, and it's just at the tipping point between nice weather and freaking crazy hot, humid weather. So I'm here blossoming. You can either see me or you can choose to not see me. But that's my rant for now. And let's hope that September comes around with this baby soon enough. Thanks. Love the show. Bye. I know. You know what? We hadn't had in a long time. A pregnant lady. was a pregnant lady rant about people saying things to you. Yeah. Now, what have we learned in all these years uh, is that you cannot control people from saying things to you. Uh, Most of the time, 
they don't even know what's coming out of their mouth. They don't mean it. They're just like saying shit. Yeah. It's just garbage that falls out of yeah. their mouth because it's like seeing, you see a pregnant woman and words have to come out. Yep. And even those of us who have been through it still will open our mouths and say something that the pregnant person doesn't want to hear. That's right. So that's that. I will say blossoming That's is such like a new level of harassment. I know. It's, like, it makes, it's really <laughs> gross. It really, it really makes me think of a George O'Keefe painting. It really right? makes me think of like a pubescent Yeah, some sort of like, this is how you get pregnant. Or something. Yeah. Right? Like, there's something about like, you know, it's the birds and the bees or yeah. whatever and you're blossoming. Yeah, it's just gross. Sorry. Yeah, We're sorry. probably not helping by yeah, this conversation. Yeah, it's pretty gross. But... So, yeah, yeah, and I also like that that she was also like, but I, everybody I want to be away. Because that's yeah. the big divide. That's the big, like, yeah. issue. Is like, like pay half attention time... to me. I need, like, a place to sit. I need yeah. you to, like, give me some space. I need, right. like, yeah. Yeah, it, we need actions, not words. Pregnant people yes. need actions, not words. There we go. That's it. That's it. Nice. You're doing a good job. Yes. You're doing great. Hi, Biz. Hi, Teresa. I am calling with a rant. We are in the process of trying to move closer to my job because I would like to not be commuting as much so I can spend more time with our two children. Our son is four and our daughter is 18 months. We live in a beautiful 2,500 square foot house right now, but it's about 45 to 45 minutes to an hour away from from my job and my husband's job as well. So we're spending a lot of our time commuting and we can't really walk to anything around our house, even though our house is wonderful and lovely. We just found a house in the area that we want to be, but it's only 1800 square feet. And we showed it to my mom today. And all she has to say is negative things about how it's going to mess up our children to not have as big of a backyard. And yes, it is a smaller backyard. It is a smaller house. Everything about the area is smaller, but it is close to everything. I can get to work on the bus. We can walk to the farmer's market, et cetera, et cetera. So even though I'm sad about losing the size and the square footage, I feel like it's probably the best thing for us to do if I want to keep my sanity or as much of it as possible with having two kids. But with all of my mom's negative comments and my dad's negative comments, it's just making me second guess everything and it's just super hard. And now I feel like I'm making the wrong choice or I'm going to and or I'm going to mess up my children and they're going to have a terrible childhood because their backyard is not as big and because their rooms are a little bit smaller and their closets are smaller. And I'm just really frustrated about it. And we've already got our offer accepted on the house. Not to say that we can't back out because we can. But um, my husband's in love with the house, and just the whole thing is just stressing me out beyond a level that I want to be stressed out. So I had to call and rant about it because he, did, my husband decided that he was not going to respond to my parents' email with all of these bullet points that they wrote down, and so now I have to do it. Okay. Love the show. You guys are awesome. Thank you so much. Bye-bye. I, I, are you feel, we're both we're ready to chomping. go on this. We're we are chomping. ready. May I just first start by saying congratulations yeah. on 
the offer on the house. Yeah, that's And awesome. I hope you were in that house right now. That is amazing. It is hard to get the a new house. house. Yeah, the new house. Yeah. I hope you were in that new house yeah. right now because that is very hard to do. Yeah. To find one that you love. I, how exciting. It's awesome. And how, You're going to be close to your work. You can uh, walk to stuff. You can take the bus. Yeah. That's genius. Yes. Ungenius. I mean, it's, yeah. it's perfect. It's amazing. You don't need a big house. You don't need. You don't. And you don't need giant yards and no. you don't need all that. What you need is to feel like you've got, we all have to work. We all have to do all these different things. There are all these different things that are in our lives that make the balance between the things that we have to do as individuals and the things we have to do as partners uh, and the things we have to do with our kids. It is very hard to find that balance and it is very easy to get trapped into cycles that don't let you solve those problems that you have. Mm-hmm. We can, it is It is the exact same thing as not letting your kid, you know, get up the stairs in a way that's easy. I mean, you just get stuck and it feels impossible. And for you to have recognized that you could solve one of these problems that you're having, where you and your husband can have more time together, you can have more time with your kids, which are the key things to a happy, healthy life for yourself and for your family, good fucking job yeah. because it is so much awesome. easier to be like we'll just stay yeah we'll do it next and year it sucks, and it sucks but it won't suck forever yeah. right it is so easy to get wrapped up in that mm-hmm. and you know whose life it is your life yeah and you know what it doesn't really matter what your parents think as much as it would be nice to yes. have their Support. like agreement with you you don't even have to respond to their emails with the bullet points if you don't want to. Like, no. I mean, I know this is probably old, like old done by now, Since but like last month, yeah. I mean, it just isn't their. Yeah, it's not their life. It's okay for them to, if they were in your shoes, maybe they would make a different decision. But it, it's not about that. But it's not their decision. Yeah. And, and sometimes, I, you know, it's sort of like how we have to like remind ourselves to when we're dealing with our kids to shut up. Yeah. <laughs> to, you know, just say, I'm, I'm sorry you feel that way. Yeah. But you still have to go to school. Or, right. you know, you don't have to over-explain yeah. it. You don't have to, like, because the over-explaining to the kids is so exhausting. And half the time they're not fucking listening anyway. Yep. So you have to keep it short and sweet. Yeah. And for kids or no kids, mm-hmm. this is something we need to start applying to all the other people in our lives. Sure. We cannot be responsible for our, you know, uh, the people in our lives' happiness or well-being up to a certain point, yeah. you know, outside of treating them respectfully, yeah. there's not much else you can do. So when we are in these situations, especially with family members who we love, yeah. if they're not giving, if they're not supporting you the way that you need to, it is, we should start working on a new mantra of like, well, I'm sorry you that feel that way, but this is really the best decision for us. Yeah. And then shut up. Yeah. I Sure. You know, like what I'm learning, you know, I, what I am learning, I hate learning this, and I'm sorry I'm about to go off on my own little personal rant, is we cannot control ourselves from saying garbage yeah. sometimes. Yeah. And no matter how hard I work on it for myself, and I this is like such a stressful thing for me to try and like keep my mouth shut when I want to say something snitty or shitty or something that may not wind up being supportive of somebody. I mean, I just sat here and mocked Teresa's, you know, American cheese thing. Um, not, you know, I, I, like we all— To be fair— that to be was, fair. That was deserving. Okay. Of all right. Fair enough. But some level of. Anyways, go on. We all are trying to work on this. But here's the truth. Sometimes people aren't trying to work on it. Yeah, that's Sometimes true. people 
do not understand that the things that they say are mean or hateful, and, and they and, and they may never learn. Yeah. And it doesn't mean that we don't still love them if they are people who are in our lives. Yeah. You know, and it doesn't mean that it's not hurtful to us when they do it. You know, what's the old, like, if you can't say something nice, don't say it at all. Yeah. You know, like, I, I just don't understand why we even feel the need to say some of that stuff. Like, I don't yeah. know what their point was. Yeah. Trying to make. Yeah. And I'm sure if I sat down and tried to be incredibly empathetic, yeah. I'm sure it's coming from some sort of place of wanting you to be closer to them or wanting, like, whatever yeah. it may be. And maybe if you're feeling generous, you could try and sort that out with them. Or you can just say, I'm sorry you feel that way. Yeah. Because I'm here to tell you, this is the most amazing thing that you yeah. guys are doing You're for your family. A problem. Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. so awesome. And it's going to be great. It, it is going to be, be so much better. It really is. Yeah. You're doing awesome. Yeah. Hi, One Bad Mother. This is a fail or a rant. I don't even know. <laughs> so. Long story short, I have to read and annotate this book for work. And mind you, I haven't read a book since I don't even know when. It just hasn't <laughs> happened. And so I'm reading this book for work. And it's just, it's just amazing. It's this amazing, beautiful work of fiction. And I've just like fallen in love with it. And I find myself reading it just at the most inappropriate hours. Like it started reading it during my son's nap. And then when he woke up, I was still reading it. And I just, I couldn't put it down. And I was making dinner and I was reading it. And I, you know, haphazardly played with my child and I was still reading this book. And my husband comes in and he just looks at me and is like, when are you going to be done with that book so you can play with your family? And I just thought to myself, you know what? I have given my family everything. I have given my family everything for like three years. I have thought only of my family. And this one time, for these six hours, I need to read this book, which is, you know, partly for leisure, but partly for work so I can earn an income. And I am enjoying it. I am enjoying it for the first time. And I, I wasn't going to call, but I'm listening to your podcast on the new normal and how <laughs> I thought I got there and I thought I had it and I was feeling like I can I can do this again. I can read a book and I can I can breathe and it's like sometimes people want to steal your normal and I'm having to fight for my normal, but you know what? I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna I'm going to become a good mom. I will not be as neglectful as I've been this past twenty four hours, but I'm gonna find a way to balance my literature desires and my child and I'm gonna do it. It's gonna happen. I'm sure of it. Anyways, love your show so much. Bye. I'm not going to let somebody steal my new normal, first of all. I just want to say that. I love that line. Also, reading a fucking book is not neglecting. That's not neglect. Jesus. I mean, hello, my phone. Yeah. (laughs) That's not neglect. And you're also not neglecting. Did your child get some food? Yeah. You know, did you are you in the room with your child? Like yeah. you're fine. Yeah. Your husband You're not reading sadly, a book while your toddler plays by a swimming pool. Right. No no <laughs> fence around it or whatever. Yeah, like, right. You're, you're just in your house reading a book. Yeah, and, and your and husband that's... made the unfortunate mistake of letting garbage come out of his mouth that yeah. he probably didn't realize yeah. meant what it meant yeah. to you. Because that's just it. Is when we get that little moment and if somebody comes in and like says something that even slightly yeah. takes that precious little piece of gold away from you or yeah. makes it feel like you or should question you guilty. about that little yeah. gold, the simplest of comments can suddenly feel like, yeah. you know, a, a 
punch in the gut. You know what I mean? So, like, good for you for finding this balance and good for you for recognizing you're still working towards this balance. Yep. And you're doing a really good job. And we all are – this is just just it. I think I wanted to end on this call because it was like – all what is it two steps forward one step back or one step forward two steps back you know like that's what this whole thing is yeah again kids are no kids you start plodding forward trying to get some normal feeling to your life after a big change it takes a while the 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 important thing is to remember that you're working towards this and to not abandon it. Yeah. And to not, you know, like I was saying at the beginning of the show with the genius stuff, yeah, I'm definitely having those, like, couple of weeks where I'm just, like, I'm just totally floating, mm-hmm. you know? You're not connected to, like, anything consistent and you're just, like, getting it done. Yeah. But if I remember that I'm still trying to work towards something normal, then that's good. Yeah. You know, we all have those. Yeah. Everybody's got the day where they're standing there going like, what? How did I get here? Yes. <laughs> Oops. Yes. How did I wind up with five kids and two dogs and, <laughs> and now three fish and, you know, <laughs> wanting a new dog and like whatever. And we all wake up with that day being like, how did I wind up like this? Uh, and that's okay. That yep. is totally okay. And none of that is a reflection on the fact that you were also happy to be in this place that you just woke up. Yeah. Right? So you you do, in fact, get to have both, everybody. You get to have the genius. You get to have the fails. You get to be happy with your decisions. And you also get to have moments of, like, shocking, <laughs> shocking surprise that you made those decisions. You get to have both. Teresa. Yes? I think it's time that we tell everybody what an amazing job they're doing. Yeah. You guys are really killing it. Yeah, you guys are doing so great. Yeah. I And this is like a hard, I feel like this is one of the harder times of year because there's so much transition always yeah. around this time of year and like you know, it's the seasons are changing, but in some places it's still like really hot like and here. like <laughs> a lot of people are back to work from summer vacations yeah. that have come to an end and you know, lots of kids are going to school with new teachers or new schools altogether. Yeah. And a lot of people move during the summer. And so you're getting adjusted with that. And it can be a really just exhausting time, yeah. I think. Yeah. And like, it's really easy, I think, when with all that stuff going on to just feel overwhelmed and not realize what a good job you're doing when like in reality you're doing such an amazing job because like so much more is being asked of you right now in a lot of ways it really is you know it's it's the old like oh i finally got this figured out it's like everybody's home or everybody's doing what i I got it all figured out yeah now we're gonna change it all over again Yeah. yeah it's like everybody just came and dumped popcorn all over your clean floor exactly. and you have to like, like deal with it yeah um you're doing great yeah good job guys Teresa. yes you are doing a good job thank you you're so are you thank you um and we will talk to you guys next week bye, bye. i got to load down mama blues, I got to down mama blues, got to down mama blues, down mama blues, got to down mama blues, got to down mama blues, you know that right.
We'd like to thank Max Bunn, Lindsay Pavlis, our engineer, our husbands, Stefan Lawrence and Jesse Thorne, our perfect children who provide us with inspiration to say all these horrible things, and of course, you, our listeners. To find out more about the songs you heard on today's podcast and more about the show, please go to MaximumFun.org. One Bad Mother is a member of the Maximum Fun family of podcasts. To support the show, visit MaximumFun.org and click on Donate. Do you have a genius or fail moment you'd like to share on the show? Then leave us a message at 206-350-9485. Full-on rage-induced rants are also welcome. Well, Daddy, baby, bustin' by, not throw down mama's Oh, said Daddy, baby, bustin' by, not throw down mama's Maximumfun.org. Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Listener supported.